Hello, I am back with another podcast. I don't know what's going on this week. I mean, I might archive my Racists Are Miserable, Trust Me, um, (laughs) podcast because it was very unfiltered. I was very angry when I made it. Um, But it, I don't know, I might keep it up. I just, I don't know, I always feel uncomfortable uh, having that part of myself out in the public for other people to look at and you know interpret because I grew up on the internet and I know how people can be on the internet and I also have things on the internet that I wish was not on the internet but welcome to the 21st century right anyway today I wanted to talk about Charlie Dixie empathy and activism because I've been seeing a lot of people talk about their TV show and what they saw and I don't really have much to say about all of that I have not seen the show I don't really plan on seeing the show the day I watch the show it'll be out of extreme curiosity because so many people keep talking about it and I have actually not seen all the videos that um I even you know have in my subscription on YouTube but I haven't seen a lot of like all the videos of people talking about this and I'm sure I'll watch more videos after posting this podcast but there's something specific that I really wanted to touch upon I'd watched this one YouTube video and it was talking about um the rude comments and how people are just mean to teenage girls and stuff like that it was a Salem Salem so I'm so sorry Salem Tovar's video um I love her to death literally I have her tweets like I have notifications on her tweets they get sent to my phone like I love this woman and um but there I haven't finished her video at all it's just one thing that I really wanted to say is like in direct response to just hearing that phrase where for me when I see what happened with uh Charlie and Dixie the clips of you know their mental breakdowns and stuff I have thought about this a long time ago like I think a lot of people thought about this a long time ago and that the show just made it more in our faces but it was clear I feel like when you saw Charlie um when you just see Charlie when she's not on you know when she's not performing like you can see that she's a child (laughs) you can see that she is unsure you can see that she is trying to be what she thinks she should be and not in like a influencer way i just mean as a person uh, the language that she's had where she's like i'm grateful even though she has to me up but i'm grateful i'm lucky like that that sounds like abuse like you know what i'm saying like you know like that that um i don't know if the word is archetype but it's like someone who's in an abusive situation how they are literally like i don't know how to exp- i don't know what the phrasing is damn it i wish i did but they're just like you know they're like no it's fine like it's yes it's gaslighting but there's a specific word like but they're just like no it's fine like i'm okay like it's okay and it's like no girl like you were in a bad situation and i think that it just shows you know we live in a world that worships money that says if you have money then you're good which is complete bs like people with the most money tend to be the most miserable because they have to keep making money because they live in a world that tells them that they need to keep making money no matter how much money they have look at jeff bezos he's not going to give up until he dies this is his life this is his hobby it's his job is to make more money and to do things that will make him even more money anyway the thing with you know charlie dixie and empathy specifically it's like when Salem had talked about, um, you know, the comments and people being mean to teenage girls, for me, how I see their situation is that, like, we live in a world where 
Okay. So let me let me touch on touch upon the empathy thing first. It is hard to be empathetic towards Charlie if you are a person because I empathize with her. I have all this time, but I can understand why she gets the troll comments. It's not because she deserves it. She has done absolutely nothing wrong. And in my honest to God opinion, her parents need to do something. I think the blame should go on her parents more than the people online saying mean things to her. Not because people who are saying mean things to her are justified or right or have should have space to do that. I don't even believe that people should have the space to do that. I'm sorry. Like I know that censoring is bad, but I don't think I would be upset if like decades from now they do censor it because it's like, but what's the point? You know what I'm saying? If you want to create forums and stuff where people can just be negative, okay. But like to be able to comment on someone's videos and like I just I don't know what the point of that is because if I when I look at it it's just about money for these platforms like it the more hate she gets the more attention she gets the more clicks she gets the more views she gets that is good for TikTok you know that's good for YouTube that's good for all these platforms that are literally making money off of children on this app and children using the app children making videos and content on this app and you know the adults as well but we all know that's the children that really drive this app forward so yeah that's that on that but with the empathy thing it is very hard for people to empathize with her because okay i'm gonna say this right and this is this we're gonna tie into the activism thing and i'm just trying my best because i can already hear in my head someone being like why is everything about race and if this is not about race this is about being just disenfranchised in general like just i want to use the word undesirable but I want to preface when I say undesirable, I don't mean that these people are actually undesirable. But when you look at the marketing, when you look at the propaganda, but when you look at the marketing and the the media that we consume, right? And what we are constantly shown is not representative of our reality. And we know that, right? But we are these are the things we put on a pedestal. Charlie is on a pedestal. She has so many followers. Like it, like the way that she is shown to us and projected to us is she's a success even down to the way where she's like i'm the luckiest girl even though she's miserable and she may not be the most miserable girl in the world that's fine but what she's going through as well as dixie is just i don't envy that like i don't care there are other ways to make money y'all do know that right like there are other ways to make money so I don't even believe that social media is the easiest way to make money. I think that that's also just a lie and another marketing thing, another like advertising thing. You know, you put people like Charlie in front of kids where it's like, this is what you want to be popular and loved and known, even though she gets so much fucking hate. So I'm like, why would you want that? Like, why would you genuinely want that? And I'm about to get into it with the empathy and activism aspect where it's like a lot of people, most people, I'm just going to talk about America for right now because I'm not going to speak for other countries because I've never lived anywhere else. But in America, most people are not skinny, you know, Um, even if people are even, you know, statistically, majority of people are white. When you put all the minorities together, I don't know if they outnumber um, the white population, but not everybody's white. You know what I mean? Like not everybody's white. Not a lot of people are skinny. Um, not a lot of people have, you know, a good education. Not a lot of people have the things that Charlie has. But at the same time, 
people like Charlie, like girls like Charlie, because it's not just about girls, but just people who live in that type of middle class or upper middle class uh, life, right? That's not something that is easily accessible to a lot of people in this country. However, that's not what we see in media. That's not shown to us in media, you know, and this is this is the disconnect. And I feel like this is where the lack of empathy comes from, because a lot of people, even though when you're online, you see wealth or you see um, comfort or you see these like other things that we're told are desirable. Right. We see these things and we're we normalize it like we're like oh this is normal like this is how life is despite the fact that a lot of us don't live that type of life now i did live a very suburban life in a very middle class like upbringing whatever but again i'm black and my family are immigrants right so i cannot relate to charlie outside of whatever personality things that we may have in common or interests or whatever but her experience as who she is looking the way that she does, I cannot relate to that. And a lot of people cannot relate to that. The people who do relate to that, I'm not talking about them right now, but a lot of people cannot relate to that. And a lot of people who are trolling her are the people who cannot relate to her. The people who are angry with her, who who project their own problems and their own negativity onto her, they do that because she is a representation of what is desirable and a reminder that they are not desirable because we do live in a world in a country again i'm not gonna talk about the world we live in a country that is very black and white about that okay there's a reason why people had to say for the past decade that representation matters like we need to be aware we need to be more aware and talk about the things that are actually happening and people do that it's actually another point i have to say about the activism thing where people do that people have been talking about you know race inclusion not and like you know body positivity even though we should all do body neutrality um but all of these other things like you know all these different movements have been happening and people keep crediting gen z i'll be honest with you the millennials did it first. I don't, I don't know. Like all these Gen X and baby boomers like, oh my God, these Gen Z people. I'm like, millennials did it first and y'all just made fun of us. Never forget. Like, cause I'm a 96 baby. I'm a zillennial. But you know, when I was growing up, we were called millennials. So I remember how y'all treated us. And I'm like, but just wait till generation alpha comes in gen z good luck i'm just saying like i'm just saying just enjoy your time now because generation alpha they're alphas but anyway so um with the activism when i see the things that are happening with charlie and dixie and the conversations around it i don't think people understand when you hear and this i don't know if people really say these things anymore this is back in like mm, like 2010s era when people were talking about or people were more introduced to um like academic reading and more social sciences you know when it first started as to as opposed to how it is now you know it was much more in line um with you know the academics nowadays everyone's an intellectual you know everyone is making these videos and everyone is gaining information through regular people who are doing their own research whereas back in the 2010s these types of information was given um 
to us from people who were probably in, you know, university, whether professors or, um, you know, just students in general. Uh, sorry, I hope I just don't, I don't sound, I'm just thinking as I speak, but, but my point is, is back in the 2000s, the people who were sharing this type of information existed in the information. Like it wasn't, you know, like media, it wasn't like YouTube, it wasn't Twitter, it was, we got this information from people who did this for a living, who studied these things for a living, right? And so during that time, they would always say, until we are all free and equal, none of us, none of us will ever be free and equal, right? Like we all need to be free and equal. We all need to have access Otherwise, there will always be a problem. And I feel like this is the perfect example of that. And I don't think that people understand that because everyone sees activism, all these things as all these separate components, as all these different things, when in reality, they're all connected, right? The people who hate Charlie, these are people who feel like they will never have what Charlie has. They hate seeing her happy. And in their life, they are probably they probably get that same energy from the people around them. I'm black, so I can only speak for my blackness. But in my life, in my childhood, when I grew up in a very racist town, and I live in a very racist country, in a very racist world, I am used to people looking at me in a horrible way for no reason. I'm used to people being mean to me for no reason. I'm used to people belittling me, going out of their way to bring me down for no reason, right? Like that is that is a rhetoric in my life. But the thing is, though, it's not just me. If you are overweight, you deal with that as well. You deal with people taking their phone out, wanting to take a picture of you because they want to make fun of you right if you are if you are in any way just different from what you see in media you get picked on you don't have to be black you can be white and still be disenfranchised and get made fun of i feel like a lot of charlie's trolls are probably people who look very similar to her i don't think that her trolls are people who look like me or my friends to be quite honest i feel like they're people who look like her and are angry because despite how close they are to looking like her their lives they perceive is just to be so different like the way that people treat them the way that all this it's just so different you know and the reality is it's not like they're just wealthier (laughs) but it's really not different like charlie isn't safe And that show really shows that. And people are talking about it because people are like, oh my God. But I think that people are so surprised because I don't think that people genuinely believe or understand that everybody suffers. Like Like it's marketing, it's advertising. That's why I say it's propaganda to think that there are any, there's anybody in this world or at least in this country that is like happy and like, coasting i don't mean the happiness doesn't exist i'm not saying that people aren't happy i mean this unrealistic fantasy that people have about life where there is an existence where there are no problems where your problems don't affect you that much like that's not real that's not real life 
but it has gone too far. Like the ads and the, 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 the platform, the social media, the fakeness, it's all gone too far where people genuinely don't understand how reality works, how life works. Everybody has problems and everyone feels just as deeply as you. I know it's hard to believe But just because people don't express themselves a certain way doesn't mean that they don't feel as deeply as you. Because genuinely, that's something I had to learn in my life the hard way because I thought that people were not as sensitive as me because, you know, they didn't cry as easy as I could. But the reality is some people's childhoods, it beats it out of them where they think crying is a traumatic thing for them because traumatic things happen to them when they cried as a child. For crying, like traumatic things happen because they cried. So as adults, they're not going to cry. The whole entire process is scary. It's triggering, right? But that's an example. So just because someone may not cry doesn't mean that they don't feel pain. It doesn't mean that inside they don't feel it. And I feel like people just don't understand that. And so when I think about these trolls, I'm like, the problem to me with Charlie getting trolled and all this other stuff, the problem isn't that people need to be nicer, even though yes, But the issue is we live in an oppressive society. People are not happy. Why would they be happy for her? They literally see this girl just dancing and it's not even the dance that, you know, she used to do. Like it's not competitive dance. It's TikTok dances. They see that she has that and they know that she has that because of the way that she looks, because that's the reality. It's because of how she looks and she's beautiful and she's great. And none of this is a reflection of her. But that's why I also blame her parents because I'm just like, bro, like, honestly, it's hard for I just feel like it's hard as a third party person to see the situation and not judge her parents. Like, it's very hard and it's not personal. I don't know them, but it's extremely difficult to see people's two kids crying and suffering over something that's just not necessary like it's just they don't have to do this like they do not have to do this to survive they have so much money already from what they've done so like for us us on the outside it looks insane because it's like she's a child and it's hard enough to be a teenager but she's literally getting like she's dealing with things that i haven't even dealt with as a 25 year old woman like she's dealing with things that people can't even imagine right but at the same time when i see her crying when i see the clips of their meltdown i've had meltdowns like that we've all had meltdowns like that for different reasons where people make well people just pick on us and it's for different reasons like we're not all social media stars so that's not what we're getting picked on but maybe it's because you're short maybe it's because you're big maybe it's because you're you know um I was going to say maybe it's because you're dumb, but I feel like I feel like that was rude. But my point is maybe you're just like not the smartest person in the room. And I just feel like that's okay. Like it is okay to not be that picture perfect thing that we constantly see on our phones or on TV. Like it is okay to just be you. It is okay to just be normal. And the thing that I think is so sick about people like Charlie being famous and put on this pedestal and it's not her fault. She's a child, but like these platforms and these businesses and these sponsorships, these adults, who just have no empathy. That's my thing. You're talking about the people commenting having no empathy. I think the people making money off of her have absolutely no empathy. None. 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 I could not live with myself and do that. I just could not. But I also can say that because I know what it feels like 
to have people treat me like shit for no reason, for little reason, for their own problems, for their own judgments, for their own reasons, has nothing to do with me. But because I have this skin that everyone can see and notice, they're going to talk about it. Or maybe it's because I talk like this and it doesn't match people's perception of my skin, right? And like what's supposed to happen or how I'm supposed to sound like or how I'm supposed to act, right? And I'm not special. Everybody has these things about them that makes them different. And the different thing is just different from what we see on TV. And the most fucked up thing is Charlie is so normal. That is why she's so, that is why it's so easy to sell her is because she's a normal girl. Okay. And we are all normal people. She looks like the type of girl you would go to school with if you lived in the suburbs, right? Like she reminds me of the girls that I went to school with when I grew up in Virginia, right? Like she's normal, quote unquote, normal, this idea of normal American, right and so it's just like it's just the to me the lack of empathy are the people who are making money off of her including her parents and i'm not saying they don't love her i'm not saying they don't care they're also a product of this society right but it doesn't change the fact that this is fucked up and it's weird it's weird like, I, I don't want to watch the show because after knowing that it's like just showing how hard social media is, I'm like, but why is it that the responsibility is on us? You know, and I don't mean like me specifically or you, spe- but I mean just on the people who are commenting. That's just not realistic. <laughs> it's not realistic. They're going to be trolling. They're the, like, there are people in the world who are miserable. They're unhappy. And it's for a reason. It's because people treat them the way they're treating her. People say these things to them. Some people have really abusive parents. Okay, so guess what? They don't have the empathy for Charlie. They don't care about Charlie. They just see this girl making all this money, getting all this attention. And they don't know why. Besides, she looks like that. And she just happened to be born into that situation. And they were not. And they're upset. And there's nothing that they feel that they can do about it right? So what are they going to do? They're just going to give her a taste of the medicine that they feel they have to take every day for no reason. And it doesn't make what they're doing right. But for me, and this comes into the activism thing, but this is why people are activists. This is why people talk about racism and talk about fat phobia and talk about transphobia and talk about homophobia and talk about misogyny. Like this is why we talk about it is because these all of these various things affect people okay and you have these youtubers and commentators talking about it now because it affects them we no longer need the academics even though we do need the academics i take that back but we no longer only need the academics to talk about it because we have enough information now because of those academics in the 2010s where we can build up from there from our own experiences right and so it's like my whole point with all of this is that like this is why we fight for activists this is why we're activists this is why gen z is the way that they are this is why millennials were the way the way that they were is because we understand the effects of media we understand how much it has grown the issues well i don't know if grown is the right word there's a word i want to use but i'm not going to pronounce it correctly anyway but it's like um All of these things have developed from what was already true, the prejudice that already existed, 
right? TV played as a distraction. When you think about like the Brady Bunch or the Jeffersons or these family sitcoms that they had. And it's like nobody's life was probably really like that. People's lives were like that from what I've ever seen in reality. They had to really struggle for that. And I don't mean like, oh, struggle, like, get a t- I mean, no, like they're miserable at home. They're just pretending to be happy. <laughs> they're, they're, they're just trying to keep up with the Joneses. They're just trying to keep up the image because they've been sold that this is happiness. This is what success looks like. And that has only grown. That has only developed and evolved into something much more monstrous and look at where we are now where we have a fucking 16 year old girl crying on tv i mean it's hulu but you get my point crying having meltdowns and it's like why are y'all still letting her do this to this extent that's that's what i don't understand i'm like bro why don't you just like let her just do it once in a while like i just don't understand like because i think about if i as an adult were in charlie's situation what i would do is i would just have to re i would have to just rebrand right like i would have to just like pull a lord and just like be like just be elsewhere be non-existent until I decide to come and, you know, kiki with everyone and then go back to being non-existent, being, you know, um, a recluse and everything like that. And I mentioned Lord because the fame, like she, she was like, girl, like, what is this? (laughs) That's why Lord was like, peace out. I'm gonna go focus on my life. Y'all like when I got music, I'll drop, (laughs) but that's what you should do. I mean, think about work at the end of the day, Charlie's working. That's why it's weird. It's because she's, this is a job and it's, there's no boundaries. There's, it doesn't stop. None of us would ever work at any company, at any job for like 24 hours straight or 12 hours straight. Unless, I mean, you know, some people do because they need the money, but you guys get what I'm trying to say. Like if you, if you, if your job if your job had asked you to do as much as Charlie does, you cannot tell me that you would not change everything up right away, right? And Charlie's a kid. She's a kid who is easily manipulated, easily influenced because she is only 17. She has so much more in life to learn. I'm only 25. And the things I knew at 17 versus now is wow it's just wow and one day she's gonna look back and she's gonna be like what the f-? you know because she has nothing to compare this to and everyone's telling her to be happy and her parents again sus as hell i'm like bro why like why is nobody there why is nobody helping you know and it's also like this normalization where it's like, I feel like these girls, we know they would want to defend their parents where it's like, no, like it's not them. But it's like, nah, like I'm like from a third party perspective, like it looks fucked up, bro. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it just looks messed up. It really does. It looks like if you are obsessed with money and money is your top priority, then you would like this. But that within itself is what makes it fucked up. It's that it's like, is money really that important? Like you already have a really big house. But that's the issue with people. When they make money, they start to live extravagantly. And they and then now they're trapped. They're stuck. They're stuck. And you and you know they probably talked mad shit too. So it's like they're they're like, well, we can't go back. We can't go back. 
But it's like, bro, you are exploiting your child. Like, it is not up for debate. Like, this is textbook exploitation. And this show just exposed that. And it's just insane that, like, this is supposed to be seen as entertaining. We're supposed to be like, you know what? They're so relatable and they're so human. And, like, I like them more now. No, it's no for someone to think that they're probably a young kid which again is fucked up because it's like what are you trying to teach people what are you trying to like what is happening here and the thing is this is not new it's just that like i said the 2010s has evolved to where we are now where people are looking at their lives and their experiences and people are questioning things. People are seeing things. People are trying to make sense of things, trying to understand things. And yeah, it's just, it, it's just, it's a lot, bro. It's a lot. It's a lot. Also, I did take a pause and I'm just so sorry that my mouth is always so close to the mic. And it's because I never want the audio to be bad, but I forget that I have a very, like, my voice projects very well. Um, so please bear with me as I still try to learn uh, distance from the mic and the I'm so sorry. I'm so <laughs> that I did on purpose anyway. But um, but yeah, no, like I just it just looks fucked up, bro. But like my point is, is I'm like, I empathize with uh, Charlie and Dixie. And I've mostly been talking about Charlie, but it also applies to Dixie as well, because she had that one I saw a clip where she was crying about going to the gym and it was like the Vogue and like my day in a life thing. And I I'll be honest with you, right? Like I I am not I'm not their fans. Like <laughs> I am not their target market. Um and it's it's just because like I, they're normal as hell. Like I just, I don't know like they're very I feel like like I said I just feel like a lot of kids like them and I'm sure adults like them too like I'm not just saying like all their fans are only kids but I'm just saying that like a lot of their kids like a lot of their fans are are kids and I feel like you can you can tell (laughs) when you just see them because it's like it's just because of how they look and like that is the point we need to talk about that because a lot of the prejudices that people go through has to do with the way that they look, the way that they per- are they present themselves in the world. And unfortunately, there there's like a limit to what you can do and how you can present in this world because you're still a, a human being that lived a certain life and it created a certain person. And so it's just there it's just it's it's very much this is why activists exist. Because I feel like a lot of people, they're just like, why is everything about race? Why does everything have to be about homophobia? Why does everything have to be about phobia? And it's like, but this, be, because of this. Because you have people who are miserable. And when they see someone happy for seemingly like no reason or for little reason or for something that they did not actually work for, which I don't believe is true. I feel like Charlie has worked for everything she has. She's been overworked she's a child this girl has been overworked she's like it's just it's insane it's insanity to me and i feel like a lot of people cannot see the insanity of it because it's so normalized because it's always been like this think about old hollywood the things judy garland her childhood like this is a part of our culture especially in america where everything is entertainment based 
But it's just like, bro, like this is really fucked up. That's why everyone's talking about it. We are not the same people we used to be. This pandemic has changed a lot very quickly. That's not cute. Like, nobody's watching them have breakdowns and be like, oh, they're so relatable. Again, unless they're kids and have a certain type of mentality. But adults, people in their 20s, like, looking at that, it's like, bro, it doesn't even have to be that way. They could literally get a smaller, they could literally downsize and then just invest their money and never have to work ever again. And I mean that entire family. But no, they want more. And that is why people think her parents are fucked up is because at the cost of their child, they will get more. And it's just like, bro, what are y'all working towards? Because it just seems like you're just doing it just to do it. And it's like, what do you gain? Like, you're look at your daughters. Like, and I'm sure it's not always this bad. I'm sure that like there are happy moments, but like it looks weird it looks it looks insane it's it's problematic like it just it looks bad it looks really really bad like it's bad this is bad i feel bad for those kids like i really do i really i just couldn't imagine what it would feel like to be charlie and the thing is again i don't really pity her you know like I don't really, I mean, I do kind of pity her. I'm not going to lie. I would be real. I do because she's a whole child. I remember what it felt like to be a teenager and I obviously was not famous. In fact, I was not that girl, (laughs) but it's just like, I just can't, I just can't imagine. I really just cannot imagine. And I just think it's so fucked up that her parents like, don't just stop it all. Like, I just think that's crazy. And it makes me wonder if like Charlie as a child is one of those children who are very like, you know, they want to please their parents. So it's like maybe their parent, like her parents, you know, or their parents, but their parents, they don't, they don't think it's that serious because Charlie is really good at putting up a front, you know, and that, that's a better idea than, um, what it looks like, which is that they just don't care. And that they're just going to keep pushing her to keep making more money. I think that's so fucked up. And I don't think they're special. I don't think that her parents are, like I said, I don't think that they're the most horrible people in the world. Because there are a lot of parents like that. A lot of parents. Even when their kids are not famous. It's just a lot of parents are like that. And I've also, I remember in high school, like, I heard about people's parents and the way that their parents would talk to them when these kids would go home. And my point is, like, people are... They're going through a lot. And this selling that we do of this life, this fake life of people being beautiful and happy and hang out with their, like, it's not real. LA culture is fake. We all know that. But it seems like people still have this fantasy that maybe they can be special and actually have it for real. And it's like, TV is fake. Instagram is fake. Like, these things are fake, y'all. Like, real life doesn't work like that a successful life a happy life it doesn't look like that it doesn't look like that i'm gonna say it again it does not look like that that instagram the tiktoks even the way that these people look it's not real it's just not real shout out Lori hill check out her youtube channel Lori hill let you know about that plastic surgery this is wild okay it's not real 
anyway, that's all I have to say. Like, empathy, I feel like the people who truly lack empathy are the people who are exploiting Charlie. Like, her parents and all of the companies and platforms and people who just see her as money and not as a child, which is what she is. Um, and even though Dixie's 19, Dixie is still a child as well. I'm sorry. Like, she's not adult. She is not taking care of herself in the way that she will when she's like 25 or maybe 30 or 35. It's different. She's she's adult in training wheels, but still training wheels. Um, and it's not to, you know, belittle her or, di- or diminish her. Like, I'm sure she has a lot of responsibility, too much in my opinion, but I'm sure she has a lot of responsibility. But my point is, is like her understanding of life. Her, she's only 19. She's only been alive for 19 years. There's still so much more for her to learn. That's what I mean. And it just sucks to see these girls in this situation Because it's like, again, I don't think the problem is that we're mean to teenage girls, even though we are mean to teenage girls. I think the problem is that this is is allowed to happen, that her parents are allowed to do this, to to technically be their employers, because they have that production company, it's, it's, you know, and they have the two girls a part of that production company, and the manager is paid by the parents. And then all the people in LA who give these oh not just la but all the people give the sponsorships and all the people who are just feed into this culture like they're the problem because i mean people watching tiktok like there isn't really much they can do they could stop watching charlie but like charlie gets shoved in our faces by these corporations by the algorithm you know so it's just like the issue of helping like of helping the empathy issue where people don't comment stuff like that ties into the activism it ties into making the world a better place for everyone so that when they don't see someone happy or seemingly happy their first response is to tear them down because they think it's unfair that this person gets to be happy and they do not and it's a very complex issues, but my point is, this is why we're activists. This is why activism exists. This is why Gen Z loves activism. is because they're aware of how the world treats them and how the world treats them based off of things that they cannot control, such as their appearances, right? Like, even if they get plastic surgery, there's no guarantee that it's going to turn out the way that they want it to. And plastic surgery changes with your body as time goes on. Like, it's just, it's just, it's setting up people up for failure, Charlie, I look at her, I feel like she's being set up for failure. I feel like she's going to have like a moment of just like a break, just like a break. And then the next thing you know, she's not going to be like Charlie D'Amelio. I'm telling you right now, she's going to be one of those people. She's going to be like, it's going to be a point in time. Like when she's an adult, she is not. I just don't think she's going to be in a spotlight like that. I feel like she it's going to be such an era like you guys remember Charlie D'Amelio, but not because she fell off, but because she's done. It's just not worth it. What does she gain? What does she gain? Money? It seems like her parents enjoy that more than she does. She's a kid. It's not like she can just is, you know, what I mean, it's like it's not to say that a 17 year old doesn't know how to spend money, but like. I'll say at 25, like, I've, I feel like I have a few things I'd rather spend my money on that 17-year-old me would have never even fathomed because I was 17. 
And I also mentioned her being 16 before because when the show was filmed, she was 16. But anyway, that's all I really have to say. But it's like, this is why we're activists. It's so that people don't go out and comment horrible things under people's like videos. And I know it doesn't seem like it, but that's why activism exists. But also, people are angry because... We're constantly being fed that people who are who look like Charlie is the most desirable. That is desire. It makes people feel worthless because she's selling something. Ad- that's how advertising works. I went to school for it. I know. Like that's how it works. We you peak like you pick up. Oh my god, you use people's insecurities against them. That's the game, and people see that and they attack Charlie because guess what. They can't attack the they can't attack the platform. They can't attack all those other people because we don't know them. That's what I mean by these people are the ones that lack empathy. They know that. They're never going to be the face. They're always going to find some other regular person and dangle money in their faces and in their parents' faces because we live in a world that has been lied to. Okay, again, I'm sorry. I keep saying world, but America, right? Where we've been lied to and we've been told that being a Bill Gates is the most respectable and desirable position for a person to be in. The more money, the better. And it's just sad. It's sad. People forgot that money, the reason why people wanted money, all that stuff and all that shit is to be happy. But now we live in a world where people don't even give a shit about being happy anymore. They just want to be rich because they want to live and emulate that life they see online, even though it's not real. It's not real. Nobody lives like that. I met this Instagram girl, 2 million followers. She has the look and she does a lot of work to keep up those appearances, but she's miserable and she has nothing. And she just feeds into this capitalistic culture that is just so apathetic towards people's real intrinsic value. It's like, what can you provide for the company? How much money can you make me? And it's sad, bro. It's sad to see that in a family. Anyway, again, it's not personal to the parents. I don't know them, but from a third party perspective, it looks fucked up. It really does. And I feel bad mostly for Charlie. I'm gonna be real. Dixie, you know, she's done some things I don't really fuck with at all, at all. But Charlie is a kid. She's a child and I feel bad for her. I really do. Because I think Charlie got famous the way she did because she just looks so sweet. And I do believe that Charlie is a sweet girl. I really do. So it's just, it's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate.